Hi, my name is Josh McCarthy, and I want to welcome you to another edition of our Ask the Experts weekend here on 104.5 WOKV. And this show is dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. Pete, the job guy, Langlois, introduces his listeners to the most innovative companies, and he explores the career journeys behind some of the world's most influential individuals. And this is all done with an honest and oh-so-entertaining filter that is unique to Pete, the job guy, Langlois. Take it away, Pete. Hello out there, all you hard workers, and I'd love to congratulate you right now. You did it. You made a wise decision, and that is listening to Hard Work with Pete the Job Guy, a show that is dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. I love giving career advice and tips and helping people. You know, I've been running staffing agencies with my wife, Angie, who is my co-host. Say hi, Angie. What's up? <laughs> We've been running staffing agencies for over 20 years. And in doing so, we're career coaches and we, we help people all day long. And this is a show, like I said, dedicated to helping you. And it's, that's a great part of the show. But one of my favorite parts is each week we get to introduce you to some of Jacksonville's most influential and interesting people. They tell you about the great organizations that they represent and the great causes that you can rally behind and or get involved in right here in North Florida. And today, wow, I have some great guests. Also, And I'm going to introduce them in just a second. But I, I want to tell you, we also have another element of the show, which is like a big old gift to you. This is where we have Boston Danny. And each week, Boston Danny is on the show. He tells you about the fair city of Boston. He brags about his sports teams and his grandson, Desmond. But he also does something for you. If you have a special someone that might have a birthday, an anniversary, or maybe they made your workday just a little bit brighter and you'd like to thank them for it, I'll tell you what. Send me an email. Send an email to Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com. I'll take your email message. I'll give it to Boston Danny, and he will give your special person a wicked piss a shout out like only boston danny can on the second half of the show angie langlois the world semi-world famous angie langlois my co-host and i are going to tell you a little bit about our story and our story is a love story we love each other we love what we do and we love our business ascendo resources and i can't wait to tell you all about it and give you give you all the funny details but guys, I told you I have two I have two very special guests today. Let me introduce them and in order to induce them uh, introduce them properly, I'm going to read their bios. First, I have Dr. Richard Oh, Dr. Richard. <laughs> Dr. Dan Richard is an associate professor of psychology at the University of North Florida and co-director at the Florida Data Science for Social Good Program, DSSG. And we're going to talk a lot about what that is today. His research interests include lay epistemology. <laughs> He's going to explain what that is. I'm not even sure I pronounced it correctly. Quantitative methodology, data science, transformational learning, and community engagement. And then I also have Dr. Karthik Umapathy here. Uh, and he is currently working as an associate professor at the at the oh, at the School of Computing at the University of North Florida. He is the 2018 and through 2028 recipient of the FIS Distinguished Professor in Computing Award. He is co-director of the Florida Data Science for Social Good program. 
His teaching and research interests center around analyzing, designing, and developing software and data science solutions with social impact. Gentlemen, welcome to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. We are so glad you're here. Put your faces right up next to your microphones when you talk so the good people of Jacksonville and North Florida can hear you. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to ask, like, I'm going to start with a broad brush. What is DSSG, Data Science for Social Good? Yeah, thanks, Pete. Uh, we're so glad to be here. Um, data science for social good is an approach to doing uh, data science work with community partners. And in particular, our program, we do a 12-week summer internship. Mm -hmm. And in that internship, we match students who have growing interest and skills in data science. And we match those students with community organizations who have data science needs. Um, at that point in their organization. We match those students with those community organizations and we do data science work. We uh, The students produce products that can be delivered by the end of the summer. It's a pretty uh, tight, wow. tight schedule. Um, <laughs> but uh, they provide those um, data science products to the community organization so that they can make informed, data-driven decisions about doing social good in the community. And I, so that's that's what it's about. I'm going to tell you, I love the fact that the whole program centers, centers around doing, uh, having a social impact or, or, you know, the social good because these incredible powers that you have, data science and artificial intelligence and all these things can be used for good or evil. Right? <laughs> and this is for the greater good, and I love that. You mentioned interns. Like, how do interns get involved? And how, you know, if, let's say I yeah. wanted to be, I'm a prospective intern. How do I get involved? So the internship positions, we usually open up in middle of January. So for 2023, summer internship will open in January 2023. And the call will be open until middle of March 2023. So there will be an online application process where students will go in and they will tell us what type of data science courses they have taken, what type of other community engagement work they have done, what are their experience working with data, what type of projects uh, they have done, what are their experience with different toolings that we typically use to do the data science solutions development. So they will kind of explain all of that in that online application. Outstanding. So then in the March and April time period is when now we go through all of this application, invite selective students uh, to come and interview with us. And then by end of April, uh, we kind of will know which students is going to work on which project. Outstanding. They start working in June, and the program runs from June, July, August. is the time they really do the work. Okay. What I want to do before we end, you know, today, I want to get that information so that yeah. Yeah, we can give it out to everybody if they would like to be considered, how they can fill out that online mm -hmm. application because yeah. that's important. Yeah. So how did you start uh, the DSSG program, uh, the Florida DSSG program? Yeah, so we uh, started talking about this program in uh, 2016. First, we want to give kudos to University of uh, Chicago. So they are the one who coined this term data science for social good. And they started their first uh, venture of doing this in 2013. So, but uh, 2016, uh, we decided that we should do something in uh, University of North Florida and do it for Florida area. So 2017 was the first time we started doing it. So when we first time we offer the summer internship, we need 
money to pay the students. Yep. So uh, at that time, uh, 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 Rina Coughlin, who is the non-profit center CEO, she was our biggest motivator and push uh, for us. So she talked with her board members and got us the initial seed money to get started. Mm-hmm. So that's how the whole program really got started uh, with the non-profit center being the central push of our uh, pushing us and motivating us and keeping us floating and keep giving us directions on how and what we should do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we started with small number of students and small number of projects. Uh, we kind of learned uh, how we should run this kind of program because as of professors, we don't get into running the internship. Right, right, right. right. So we have to learn how, how to do, we do that. So that's how we slowly started and now we've been doing it for six years. Every summer. All right. So for all of you interns out there listening, people in this market, in this um, profession, make a lot of money. (laughs) So I know a lot of this might be overwhelming, but I would definitely stay tuned and listen. Um, So what so for everybody listening out there, what projects um, do you have or what what projects would be successful in this space? Yeah, we have uh, we work with a number of different um, you know nonprofit organizations, and just like a, a for-profit company would have different problems, different solutions that they're looking for. It's the same thing with nonprofit organizations. They're trying to do some social good in their community, but then they have all of these questions, right? And 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 now all of this data with the digital transformation and digital revolution coming about. They need solutions just like the for-profit companies need those solutions. And so we uh, work with them, partner with them. We find out what kind of data they have, how we can help best help them take that next step. And so we have projects that some of it is based on financial information. Some of it is based on outcome information of their programs. Uh, but and sometimes it's just planning, like the start. We're starting the process. We need some help planning. I think I'll give you a good example. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. The, the examples help yeah. paint the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we worked with um, uh, a, a program called Game Face. They're, uh, they're an organization here in northeast Florida. And uh, they do summer uh programs for, for youth, uh, so for at-risk youth, and they run basketball programs and athletic training programs, you know, and their goal is to get students involved and, and have them uh, be successful in their uh, athletic career and in their life. But, um, you know, they don't have a data science team, uh, you, know, they, you know, they're running a basketball program. So, um, so they partnered with us, and what we did is we went out and looked at all of the publicly available information that we could get our hands on. There's a lot of information out yes. there. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. This information <laughs> right. out there. So, so, right. Yeah. And so we just, you know, pulled in all of that data, connected all of the pieces for them, and to try to answer specific questions that they had about expansion. Where do we go next? What locations in Jacksonville should we be looking at to do more of these basketball programs? And so we had school data, demographic data, you know, uh, arrest records, all kinds of information about just youth and pulled that all together in a dashboard for them so that they can then make decisions that is informed by data. It's amazing because a lot of nonprofits, you know, people have good ideas. And they want to give back to the community and they want to help others. Uh, the individuals that put it together, they might have some, you know, loose plans on how we can be very effective at, at, at raising funds or awareness or, you know, furthering their cause. 
but they're not utilizing. I, I run a business. I run a $120 million business. I use analytics all the time. I need my data. Yes. You know, we, we, how can I create efficiencies? How can I have the most impact? What do I need to do more of and less of? I need my analytics to properly run a business. And now with DSSG program, targeting, when you talk about nonprofits, you know, that good idea becomes an effective business plan with data. I love it. You know, that music that we're hearing right now tells us we have to take a quick break and listen to this message from our show sponsor. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here at Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp-to-perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today, because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904 904- Four seven nine nine six one zero. Welcome back, you hard workers out there. That is our show sponsor, Ascendo Resources. If you need staffing help and assistance, call the good folks at Ascendo Resources. Today, we're joined by Dr. Dan Richard and Dr. Karthik Umapathy, University of North Florida professors, and they both co-run and direct the DSSG program, Data Science for Social Good. It's wonderful. You know, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, what are some of the, the things that, that people learn, your, your interns learn, and what skills do they develop by being a part of the program? Yeah, so as the name goes, right, it's the Data Science for Social Good. So most often interns are learning the data science side and then how to apply to do the social innovative solutions development. They're learning uh, that side as well. Apart from that, they're also learning how to manage their time, how to divide the task things up, and how to uh, do those task division in the right size so that they can get the job done, right? At the end of the day, this is a 12 weeks program, very fast moving, and the project has to be successful at the end. So, and they have to do the right things at the right order at the right time. So that's the pretty much is the main thing they're learning. Most often when interns come to us, when they interview us and we select us, they all think they're going to learn a lot more about data science and all the technical skills behind them. But we pick them to work with us because they already have the right technical Understood. skills. Yeah, yeah. But it's all the other thing that goes along with what makes them successful. That's the, what they would be really learning. And every time, every year, when we ask them, what did you learn out of this? And they all go towards that thing. But they get strong on what they do technically. Uh, they don't even realize that. It's all so much the other learnings they, uh, they have is so what uh, they really uh, learn about. So, yeah, the, as you said, soft skills is one uh, major thing. But how do you work together is the uh, other main thing. Yeah, and how do you oh, and how do you communicate those things right to to a broad audience? We always do a, a public presentation at the end of the summer term, open to the public, and mm-hmm. it's all about these like social good um, projects and programs. And the students really have to work hard at communicating very complex ideas 
but presenting them in a way that a broad audience can understand them and receive them and accept yeah. them. So they, they get a lot out of that aspect as well. Well, I, I love this, the, the, the critical thinking, the team building, the project management skills, the presentation skills yes. to communicate the idea beyond it, and then also the practical application of their data science skills that they, they come in come through the door with. I, I think it's phenomenal. So, yes. Other, actually, Pete, one other interesting things we do, many often when we are in academic setting, right? We are also a lot. I do, as a person in computing school, work with the computing student, right? We work with psychology students. The way we do DSSG is we are bringing students from multiple disciplines. We are making computer science uh, students, statistics students, data science students, business students, health students, psychology students, political science students, anthropology students. All of them work together in a short time period. So they're really not only just learning how to communicate, how to communicate crossing their knowledge barriers, crossing their disciplinary barrier, how to say things in a way that they get what they need from the other person and they are producing the ways things they need to be produced so the next person can do their job. So that's the other interesting thing that, and I think that's truly running the DSSC type of program inside the university setting allows us to do that level of uh, collaborative, high-intensive communicative work, which I think a little bit more will it be difficult if a company tries to do. So that's a little bit advantage that uh, we have just because we are in that environment. Outstanding. Outstanding. So what do employers think about data scientists and, you know, people that come out of your program even? Yeah, so now the data science has become very core discipline for any company, right? So for many don't realize, uh, while we've been collecting data and we've been doing statistical analysis for a long time now, right? But data science as a discipline just started only around 2007 time period. Before that, it is little, very scattered around, right? Data mining existed, people did that. Statistics existed, people did that. We didn't call it as a discipline. So we made it a discipline and started differentiating from computer science, uh, from statistics and uh, things like that. So it's a very, very young field. But already now, by now, there can't be any company can survive and can succeed without doing some kind of data science work. Right. Right. So, uh, and we didn't... Everything, make, sports, you know, yes, I mean, come on now. Doesn't matter what we are doing, <laughs> right? You're running a show, you're talking about analytics is important. Right. You are doing nonprofit work, you are doing, you want to do good work, yeah, you got to rely on data. Right. right. So that's what, right, we didn't explain what data science is. Data science is all about finding hidden patterns that is there in the data. Right? Mm, yeah. And as a humans, uh, when we look at it, yeah, we can find some patterns, but we will scratch the surface. Diving deeper into those, all those hidden patterns the data can do, that's the power of the algorithms there, right? And that's what the data science is about. So now when we say social good, we all know what social good is, right? Something that makes us feel good. But when we say data science and social good, it's that uh, it's all about are we using the data right? Are we interpreting the data right? Are we making the decisions that is going to achieve the goals that we're setting to achieve, right? So that is the what uh, we trying to do as a data science. Project. Very good. Very noble. Very noble, too. <laughs> so now going back to the employer, that we didn't touch the employer questions at all. So now that's what the uh, employers all, they know that students are coming with technical skill and every other company does different things. And technically, they all need to be a little bit retrained. They are looking for students who they have to spend less time to retrain, 
right? So in that sense, as you said, soft skills, that's why they all pay attention to soft skills. They can't train that. That's you, you, you are and how you're going to interact and communicate with it is just something internally you are exposing to outside world. So the yeah, so in that sense, the, they're all looking for kind of the people they can take in in-house with short number of weeks and soft number of uh, training time. They can give them real project that that they can successfully complete and they don't break things and create more work for others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Pete, yeah, you know, when you, if you talk to employers and they have a data science team, uh, they know that it's really important to have that coordination and that like mutual communication and openness within the team. And students learn that a lot in this type of project because they're having to have conversations, computer scientists with anthropologists, with uh, business people, with nonprofit people. Um, all of those different uh, stakeholders need to be able to communicate effectively and understand each other. And that's what employers want. They want technical people who can have conversations with people who are different than them. Uh, I mean, I, I have uh, similar conversations with people day in and day out. I have very, very technical and competent accountants that talk better to their shoes than they do the person across from them. Yes. Okay. You know, I, I, same with IT. I yeah. mean, uh, we call some people mushroom coders. We say we keep them downstairs in the dark and feed them a bunch of stuff <laughs> and just let them bang out code because they talk better to machines than they do to people. Okay. The soft skill element that you're helping to foster and develop is what employers need. And that yes. can make the difference between, you know, running an $80,000 a year job and a $350,000 yes. a year job. Yeah. You had a question, Angie. Yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's a lot of companies out there listening right now. I'm going, I need this. Um, and I'm assuming there's not an unlimited amount of interns, right? So how, how do they, is it, there's there a wait list or how do they get involved and get on the list to get some of this talent? Right. So we uh, actually work with a lot of industry partners. We have uh, industry partners that provide uh, mentors um, for the DSSG program. So when the students are in the internship, uh, they need to know about best practices, Right? They need to know industry standards of what, what is going on in the data science field. And so we invite those uh, for-profit organizations and work with people, data scientists that are currently working in the field, to come in and give advice to our students. So uh, for-profit organizations can get involved in that way and uh, connect with us and support those students. And we have a lot of uh, organizations looking at our students and we'll offer them an internship after our internship then they'll offer them another internship and students get involved that way. Outstanding. Well, let's get the contact information out. Like if people want to, if, if I'm an intern and, and I want to apply a potential intern or if I'm a, just anybody that's interested in learning more uh, about the Florida uh, Data Science for Social Good DSSG program, how do they do that? Yeah, so the best way to uh, find out uh, all the information about us is going to our your website URL, which is dssg.unf.edu. Okay. So dssg.unf.edu. Yeah. So whenever there is a new application process we open up, it will be in our front page. So whenever we talked about we're looking for mentors from industry people to come and help us out. So when we're looking at that time, it will, which will be May month, uh, we will have those banner opened. 
so when they come to the uh, uh, homepage, it would be clear at that moment of in time what is open for people to interact with us. Outstanding. And, uh, you know, I, I, I usually ask the question, but we're running out of time <laughs> right now. So we're going we're gonna to table my, uh, my time machine question. I know my listeners come to, to love, uh, love that question. But I want to sincerely thank both of you for taking the time out to be on the program to get the word out. I'm going to be saying the website quite a bit more, uh, quite a few more times. Uh, during the course of the show. Uh, but thank you so much for being on Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, Pete. Appreciate uh, it. All right, our guests are leaving the building. Angie, Angie, were they not phenomenal? I mean, I kind of like data science now. I wasn't sure that I would even like it, but it, you can make a lot of money. I know I said that already, but, like, seriously? Yeah. Um, and, how? I mean, how what a cool idea to give back along you know so it's not just the big companies that take advantage of it it's the nonprofits of the world and everybody else that need that oh i love that dr karthik he he's running the computer science you know at, at unf he's teaching that and then you have you know uh dr dan richard who's is over here and in he he's uh running uh the, the um, what do you call it the psych psychology part of it right so right. together data science and psychology come together to work on the the technical and the soft skills Man, that's a program. If you're an intern out there, you're going to want to get involved yeah, in this. Uh, uh, but guys, up! Oh, that music that we're listening now is telling us we have to take the bottom of the hour break. Please join us for the second half. Angie and I are going to tell you a little bit more about our story, uh, what we do for a living, and uh, why our story is a love story. You're listening to Hard Work uh, with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. Welcome back to Hard Work and to Pete, the job guy. Lift 104.5 Welcome back, all you hard workers. I'm going to tell you, that uh, first part of the show... Oh, wait a second. That little voice that you just heard, that is our producer, Jay. That's his son, Jaden. He's like four years old, and he's, Welcome back to Hot Worker with Pizza Jack. <laughs> it's so cute. That is a future radio personality right there, a superstar. Our, our guest today, Data Science for Social Good Program Leaders, we had Dr. Dan Richard and Dr. Karthik Umapathy, uh, University of uh, North Florida professors, um, and this data science for social mm. good is phenomenal. Uh, if you want to be, uh, uh, you know, an intern, how, how do, Ange, do you have the, the website that they have to uh, go to? If let's say I wanted to be an intern or I wanted to uh, just learn more about the program, how do they do that? I believe it's GSSP. .unf.edu. <laughs> GSP, like George St. Pierre. It's, oh, did I say it wrong? <laughs> GSSP. No, DSSG. See, data. that's what you get for asking me a question. Well, the, I, you know, look, Come on now. Data Science for Social Good. DSSG.unf.edu. You, go you out already there. need the answer. Why yeah. did you ask me? I, I, well, I, I like to involve you. You're the semi-world <laughs> famous Angie Langlois. I, I got to involve you here and there. Uh, you know what, guys? I wanted to tell you, uh, you know, we kind of teased it at the beginning that Angie and I are going to get a little bit deeper into our story. And, you know, it, we'll walk you through a little, little bit of a day in the life of, which is kind of funny. But uh, imagine, you know, you wake up with the same person every day. I told you before, I get her her coffee. I clean the house. Then we get in the same car 
and we drive to work in the same office, you know, with a bunch of other people, but there's 30 of us. We have 30 recruiters at Ascendo Resources dedicated to the greater Jacksonville market and North Florida in general. But, you know, then we get in the car and then we come home and we spend our lives together. I think some relationships, people would want to kill each other, you know, spending that much time around people. What do you think, Ish? We have our moments. I would say every, like, six months it's a huge blow-up. But that's just <laughs> a totally behind the scenes. Um, you know, it, it's very, very unique because I don't run into many couples that work together, live together, ride in the same car together, and live, breathe um, bleed the business like we do. I mean, it's almost, is there something wrong with us? I don't know, but um, it seems to have worked for a long time. Yeah, well, you know, one thing like I, I think we're particularly good at is we know when to stop, when to shut it off. Sometimes it takes a few conversations, mm -hmm. yeah. right, to say, all right, no more, no more, because we love our business. You know, at the end of the day, we run staffing companies. We've placed thousands and thousands of people in their careers, right? We help people all day long. We help people find jobs or we help them with the next step in their career or we help them with a temporary job or we help companies find the talent that they can't find on their own, couldn't find it, or we do it for them better, faster, cheaper. But at the end of the day, we love what we do. It's transactional. You know, every day I can get gratification because, wow, I found somebody else a job every single day or I help that company. And you, you know what's cool, and I just thought about this other day, but when we first started, um, I was in 2001 was my date here in Jacksonville, and you were here right before that. We have actually grown up with Jacksonville. So people that we placed 20 years ago an accountant job are now our clients as CFOs and vice versa. So it's almost like the community knows us and they've been through the business with us. And it's just this awesome, awesome, you know, thing that we've created. But if you think of it like that, um, it just makes it even more special, I guess, is right. what I'm trying to say. Right. It's true. We've been immersed in the same profession mm -hmm. together for over 20 years, uh, you know, we, and there is a circle of life with the business. Right. Today's candidates are tomorrow's clients, and then maybe there's a shakeup at that business, and they're a candidate again, and right. we help people. But together, you know, you know, when people think sometimes of staffing agencies, there's a lot of turnover, right? right? There are people move around. They have one rep this year. This They know they can always call Pete and Angie. They know it's it's Angie, Pete, Pete, and Angie. We're basically synonymous, but together we're going to deliver exceptional service to every candidate and client in, in North Florida. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and the thing that I love too now that we've been there, done it, and and we've grown a lot. You know, mm -hmm. we've stepped yes. in it. You know, you we all, I grow every day. Let's just put it that way. Um, and then we've created this. Um, branch now or office of people that think like us they love each other they respect each other and I think a lot of that is because of the way we are the way we approach each other and the way we approach our business every day you know I, I love how you said that I, I think you know it usually the culture in any branch office if you're part of something bigger mm -hmm. usually the culture is driven by how uh, uh, local leadership 
uh, interacts with the people. Are we consistent? Yes. Do people know what they're going to get from us day in and day out? Yes. Do we lead by example, not just give it lip service, but live it? Yes. You know why? Because we love what we do and we love each other. And even though our team looks vastly different, we all right. come from different backgrounds, ages, ethnicities, what have you. We look, we come together, right? We, we enjoy <laughs> each other's uh, positive energy and we have a real winning and fun culture. Work hard, have fun, give back. We say it all the time. I was just thinking to myself, this happened yesterday. Um, this is how bad it is in our office. Um, so my uh, Bad or good? Well, bad is in how connected we are, yep. how much we know each other. So I'm on a pretty important, I would say, call with one of my big clients. And um, I'm on my phone, on the video, and all of a sudden I get in like incessant tap. And I'm like, wow, this must be a 911. I'm so sorry. Hang on. Hang on a minute. And I turn over and it's Elizabeth. Hey, which sandwich is Pete's to eat? And I'm like, really? You just got me off that? You know, so she's that concerned that she, she goes, you know, if Pete doesn't eat. Like, we all suffer. She like, it is very important that I got the right. So I just cracked up. I'm like, Sir, that just can't, that that did not just happen, but That's it did. funny. Yeah. I, I think you bought everybody, uh, was it you that bought it? Yeah. But what, what was it, Panera? There were all these Panera sandwiches, and Elizabeth wants to make sure I get my sandwich. Up. They thought it was hilarious. And it's, it's funny, yeah. but they, they look out for me, they look out for you, and they look out for each other. Yeah. That's a, a winning culture. We We care. Uh, and, and we enjoy coming to work. I mean, literally, I think that's part of it. When you uh, enjoy coming to work, it's not a pain to get in the car and drive to work because when we get in there, whatever's bothering us outside of work, we check our bags at the door. We owe each other that positive energy and smile, and we always tell people, if you're not feeling it, if you're just having a bad day, stay home. Don't bring the negativity into this office. Yeah, and while we're talking about this, you know, office love, um, it, it's not always perfect. It's not always flowers. It's not, you know, it's sales Yeah. at the end of the day. Yep. And you have to deliver to keep your seat. So that that is what it is, right? So there are things that happen every once in a while. And today I wanted to tell a story. Um, I have somebody that I had to unfortunately demote, right? Um and she took it so graciously that she understood that it's a business, family business decision is what I, it felt like. And that she trusted me so much that if that's what I think we need to do, then that's what she's all in. Well, you I know, mean, the, the good thing is we're putting her in a spot where right. she's going to be very successful. But it just touched me. I was like, wow. Yeah. No pressure, right? It's, 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 it's part of our lives. It's, it's what we do. But we care enough to put people where they are going to be successful. You know, there's other options. And that to me, that's the best one. Oh, that music tells us right there that we need to pause for a bit and listen to this message from our show sponsor. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKB. Hey, Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here at Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp to perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today, because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904 479-9610. 
Welcome back, all you hard workers. That was our show sponsor, Ascendo Resources, and that was the semi-world-famous Angie Langlois right there. If you need any staffing assistance, Anz, what's your number so people can just call you and, uh, and reach out and work directly with you? It's 904-479-9610. Very good. So Angie and I talking about on the second half of the show today, kind of our story and what it's like to to run a business and, you know, as a couple, too. It's it's kind of funny. We're very careful. Like I, outside of the office, we're holding hands. We're always walking and doing stuff together. And it's honey this and, you know, and all that at the office. You know, we're very civil. We're, we care. But there's no honey. You know, we try to keep the uh, the personal relationship uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, just not in everybody's face. Right. You know, because the last thing we want anybody to do is feel uncomfortable. And our business decisions that we make are just that, business decisions, not based on relationships or, or anything like that. I, I think probably one of our biggest contributions as leaders and, and our leadership philosophy is 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 so like uh, you and I are both very very similar and, and I tell the story that I used to have a boss and he'd walk in the room and, and if he had a, a newspaper under his arm and he walked in with it you didn't know if he was going to read it to you or hit you in the head with it he was so inconsistent and it was always about like you know whatever mood he was in or whatever was bothering him something's bugging him he was hard on us. If he had a good day, then he was a nice guy. You think consistency is important for leaders? I mean, if you don't have consistency, then they have no idea what they're getting from one minute to the next. And I, we are consistent day in and day out with what we, uh, you know, what we need from you day in and day out, but we, what we expect. Um, and so, yeah, back in the day, Oh my gosh! I think you had a little bit of the stick with you. <laughs> Are you didn't calling you? me out? What you doing? Yeah, let's talk about that. Well, it it is true. You know, yeah. I, I have said that before. That not to call you out. Sorry. Well, you did, but it's yeah. okay. It's okay. You know, this we, is like therapy. We, look, look, we could pick the scabs all day long. Let's go for this <laughs> one. I've I've said as a younger uh, person, as a leader, you know, as a leader, we all have tools in our tool belt. You know, uh, compassion, empathy, uh, you know, accountability, and all these these different tools. I had one tool that I used all the time, and that tool was a club. I was mean to everybody. I clubbed them over the head. I was the most demanding leader. I didn't want to hear anything from anybody. You're going to do what I say because I'm going to make you wealthy. I'm going to make you successful, but you're going to do what I say. And I thought that in that outcome justified my behavior. If I am going to give you this gift that is going to make you a, a very, very successful business person, I have creative latitude to, to, to do it in a manner that I see fit. And the way I saw fit was just do exactly what I say. And I was mean and I have since gone back and apologized to what made I'll, you change. I think I, you know, what happens is at some point you look at your life through a different lens. And I think as I, I got a little older and a little wiser, I look back and said, wow, I, I didn't have to be that guy. I could have had uh, the same outcome, um, in, in, in a different manner. And I, I've called and apologized to people about 95% of them were like, Oh my gosh, you were great. No, don't don't worry about it, right? But there were the few that, yeah, you were a, a real colossal jackhammer, and uh, uh, and I appreciate the call. And so, 
yeah, it's, it's the good part is, is it's never too late to change. You know, I'm an old guy. I can still learn a new trick. I, I fortunately, I learned that one a while back. Uh, but you know, look, as leaders, you're not locked into whatever style of philosophy you have. It's easy to morph and change based on either your experiences or go out and read something, learn something, listen to some books on tape and emulate those whose behavior, you, you know, you'd like to, to Well, and I know I'm teasing you right now, and it wasn't that bad. And, in fact, we have some people that have that you were very mean to, that I've witnessed, and they're back working with us. So you couldn't have been that bad, right? Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. You're cra- I, I, I was hard. But, look, getting back, hey, you married me, okay? <laughs> so I must have done some things right. No, it, it is true. And look, look, this is a story about careers and careers aren't static or linear. And just like that, you know, um, your career is like a, a climbing a rock wall. You know, sometimes you, you have to climb down too and go to the side a little bit to go back up. And it's kind of like that with my behaviors. If I modify a little bit less of this, a little bit more of that, I'm going to get to the top eventually. I'd like to do it sooner. And, and fortunately with the modifications I've had this when we started Ascendo in Jacksonville it was you and me yeah I was just gonna tell I was just gonna say we should talk about that because that this is by far our biggest legacy that we've done and I know we always think we're doing it the best at the time or in the moment but now oh my gosh like all the moons have aligned and, and this is like the best version of us and the best best version of our business that I've ever seen what a, so well said, so well said, because, you know, we basically came into three different startups that we did. OK, uh, one was like uh, right after 2001, right after 9-11. Yeah, my happened. first day was 2000. Let's, let's go ahead and run yeah. a business. Right. Uh, then the next one uh, was at the crash uh, uh, when the market crashed in 2008. Mm-hmm. We, we, we started, we both started, started. businesses. Yep. And then yeah, we start our third uh, right in the middle of COVID. <laughs> COVID started in December, December of 2019. <laughs> we opened up a staffing business and then the COVID thing, you know, January, February, March started. And then all of a sudden things go on lockdown. I it, have to say I was worried. Right. Like I'm I was like, too, whoa, I was too. I don't you, think we can do this. Do much. you know in COVID, right? Right. When it hit, we had one bad month. And then after that, we, we kind of morphed, changed, created and developed like kind of even a new strategy mm-hmm. for for reaching markets for conducting interviews for for being kind of innovative in, in our approach and now i'm happy to say we went from you and me in december of 2019 and you fast forward three years later uh where we're at we have 30 recruiters dedicated to the jacksonville market we are one of the largest staffing and recruiting agencies in jacksonville and we have more recruiters dedicated to the jacksonville and north florida market than some of the major players that you know multi-billion dollar staffing Mm -hmm. uh, organizations don't have as many dedicated resources right here in jacksonville so i'm proud to say that that we 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 did something special uh, and like you said, the legacy that, that we, we leave behind. But not only that, why don't you talk a little bit about how proud you are of our teams? Because we already have talked about the fact that we work hard. We talked about the fact that we have a fun culture, work hard, have fun. Now the give back element. And I don't know how much you want to, I want to get into the financial uh, part of our business, but I'm going to tell you, 
Um, we had people that had no idea how much money they were going to make when they came to us. And yes, people, we're in sales. So the better we do, the more money we make. So and I'm just sales. throwing it out there. Yeah. Right. Then sales, the top we two. We can't help it. We're good. We make a lot of money, you know? No. But like, I don't want people to think that, um, you know, we're charging all this insane money. It's just that we're good at what we do and people don't know that you can make a lot of money in staffing. Right. That's probably well, what the, I mean. The thing is, is, like you said, it's sales. The top 2% of income earners in right. the United States sell. And it's not you, easy, so yeah. don't get me wrong. You, you make commissions based right. on, you know, for me and in, in our business, the more people I help, the more commissions I make, right? right. I'm going to help as many people as I can because I'm a doggone capitalist. I mean, right. I have no problem saying that, but we are in a profession that enables us to, to earn a substantial income by helping people. But in doing so, we give back to the community and it's important for us, you know, through our, our community causes, giving our money, not just our money, but our time and energy. But back to the team. So Alexis Brown, number one, I don't know, 21-year-old, didn't know anything about anything, like literally didn't know what a VP was. I mean, we're talking like entry-level staffing. She has grown the business. She is, she's gone rookie of the year, um, what rookie of the month. Uh, she's gone first year. She went to the superior circle for our company. It just goes to show you it does not matter where he came from. It's what you take with what we give you and where you run with that. Okay. And that's a really good example of that. It's, it, it, it is yeah. a great example. And I'll share with you one thing that Angie and I are very philanthropic and we care about our community and we're inspiring the others like Alexis and a lot mm -hmm. of the other team uh, members that we have to give back to the community in both time and in funds and resources. And um, I, I don't think there's another group out there that's more active in the community than Ascendo Resources. Oh! That comes, look, it's a special time right now. This is where we get this week's Boston update from Boston Danny. Guys, you know Boston Danny gives a special shout-out to anybody that you know that might have a birthday, an anniversary, or maybe they made your workday a little brighter and you just want to recognize them for it. If that's the case, just send me an email. Send your email to Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com. I'll take your message. I'll give it to Boston Danny, and he'll give your person a wicked piss of shout-out like only Boston Danny can. With no further ado, let's get this week's Boston Update with Boston Danny. Hey Jacksonville, Danny here with your Northern Update. Well, we're definitely in winter up here in Boston. We've had our first few snowflakes. Not, not no accumulate, but it comes down, so we're ready for it. We got, the, we got the jackets, we got everything that we do. We can get to work, we can get it done, and we can get home safely. So we're used to the cold and we like playing with it. Um, Guys, you know, you saw the, the Patriots have been on the Thursday night football. They did good on Thanksgiving. They could have done a lot better, you know, if we had an offensive coordinator. But I'm not going to step there, guys. You never hear me talk bad. We look good. We'll get better. Um, the, the Bruins, what more to say? They're just killing the league, going right through it, setting records at home. And, you know, we're just, we're just playing good hockey. It's something good to watch. And the Celtics... Same thing, you know, you never know where they're gonna, where, who's gonna be making the points, but all the guys are working together and it works out good. So, something we haven't talked about is uh, Boston slang. You know, we got our own dialect up here. We talking, you know, not just with the wicked, which, you know, it's synonymous with very or really. It's just, you know, you know, you add emphasis to an adjective, you know? Something's wicked good, something's wicked pissa. Pissa just means good, you know? But we got other ones, you know, townies. That's a native to the neighborhood. Uh, a packy, that's the liquor store, it's a package store, that's how you get it. 
a bubbler, the drinking fountain. In the Navy, we called them uh, scuttlebutts, but you got the cellar, that's the basement, and a grinder, that's a, that's a submarine sandwich or a hoagie, you know? And, you know, dinner, we call it supper. And uh, instead of a garbage can, we call it a barrel. And everyone calls it the clicker, but we just call it the clicker. And, you know, we have a parlor instead of a living room. You know, everybody's in the parlor watching the game. So, you know, those are just a few of them we got. You know, instead of instead of saying no, sir, we say no, sir. And then if you're going to say, you're going to answer no, sir, you say, yeah, huh. You know, like, yeah, huh, it did happen. No, sir, it did not happen. So we, we go back and forth with it, but it's good. So you guys know what I do. I do you shout outs. You get a birthday anniversary. You can send it to me, and I'll I'll get it out there on the airs. And you know, hopefully I won't mangle you too bad. But I got some wicked piss of birthdays I want to give out to uh, Julie Costello, and that comes from Mike, uh, Joe Ev- Evangelista, and that's from his love and family, Sarah Pierce from her husband Matt, and Sean Hall. You guys have wicked piss of birthdays and. The original hooligan, Tommy Hoolan, that's from Michaela. You guys enjoy your day. Remember, it's your day. Do it, or uh, nobody else will do it for you, so you can enjoy it. And I want to give a special thank you to Jackie Lundy, who wrote nice things about me on Pete the Job Guy's Facebook page. Don't think we don't watch this stuff, folks, and I appreciate it. Shows we're all paying attention. So, brothers and sisters in Jacksonville, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Remember our first responders, all our military, retired, and in uh, active duty and all our nurses and doctors keeping us safe on the front lines. All right, brothers and sisters, enjoy it. Peter, I'll be talking to you later. Oh, holy cow. Another gem from the world-famous Boston Danny. Thank you, Boston Danny. He's been with us since show's inception four and a half years ago, and uh, it's it's a pleasure. I love getting unsolicited feedback from our, our listeners that just say, love Boston Danny. So keep doing what you're doing, Boston Danny, because we freaking love it. <laughs> our guest today, man, I, it, I learned something each and every time we introduce you to some of Jacksonville's most influential people. And today we had Dr. Karthik Umapathy, and we also had Dr. Dan Richard, both professors at University of North Florida. And they came in and talked all about data science for social good, that program. If you would like to maybe Uh, Fill out an online application to be an intern with such a great program. Angie, why don't you give the listeners the the website so they can go ahead and uh, and, and fill out that application. Yeah, it's dssg.unf.edu. If you're an intern out there right now in analytics or wanting to get in analytics, get involved with this right now. Yeah. Uh, Listen, data science, you know how I feel about it. I love my analytics. I love my tools. I love my dashboards. It's how I run my business. But data science for social good? I mean, this is, it's Sounds like a superhero. Yeah, it is. It's like <laughs> they should both, uh, you know, uh, go into a phone booth, rip off their 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 <laughs> shirts and have a, the S on their chest because that's how I feel about a program like that. And I know all you employers out there, you all love your data. You love your data scientists, right? These are the interns that you'll want to get because now they're also developing those soft skills too. The, the, the critical thinking, the project management, the communication skills, the presentation skills, and, you know, seeing a project through under in, an intense uh, uh, timeline, it, it's, it's pretty great. These are the interns, you employers out there, these are the folks that you want to get. Well, guys, you just did it. You just listened to another episode of Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. Go out there and 
get them this week, hard workers.